Hey, this is Chris from King Perth, and you're listening to Kinky Confessions, the podcast. On this episode, I'm sitting in front of her. My guest scares the living shit out of me. If I do something wrong tonight, I swear to God, I'm going to end up in trouble. She is wearing this amazing and very sexy purple boots, a matching fur jacket would you believe it and she looks a million bucks so i better do the intro before i get into any more trouble before this episode even starts without any further ado my question is what can i call you and what is your kinky confession so i'm mistress deville and my kinky confession for tonight would be i like to make grown men cry <laughs> and how do you make them cry? I just sit there with my legs just crossed then. <laughs> well, I um, look into their souls and push their buttons. Oh, my God. <laughs> and how long does it take to, to make them cry? It depends on my mood. Yeah. Yeah. If I, if I, I, <laughs> I'm intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> so guys like when you just pretend they're a football and just kick the fuck out of their nuts is that true you were assuming that hurt means only physical oh that would destroy my mental damage as well yeah. so it's not only just physical torture you do to them you're a sick fucker yeah it's all mental me. as well oh yeah it's like from the moment they get in the door like they are shaking yeah, oh, I'm, I'm shaking, so I feel that. <laughs> I understand that, I feel. And, like, their pupils are all dilated. And um, often I have to ask them if they've taken anything before the session. Oh, yep, they're scared. Yeah, that, yeah. So oh. I have to make sure because otherwise that wouldn't be ethical. No. Okay, so how long is a normal session with you? Well, the, um, the usual is one hour, but it can be anything from um, half an hour to a couple of hours. Yep. Okay. So normal, if we run with the session, normal an hour. Yeah. And is there much pre-work in the, com what's the conversations that happen if I want to book a service? So what, what do I call it? A session. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If, yeah. I call them I, a session. Yep. Yeah. I want to book a session with you. Mm -hmm. Prepay. Yep. That would be a non-negotiable. It's a deposit. Is there a Q&A before I arrive? Uh, yes, there is. I um, usually ask what the interests are. Some are new, they don't know, and then I send them a link from my Scarlet Blue profile. Yep. And, yeah, they look there, they... So on your website, you've got a you've got a menu. Y yes. So yeah, we'll call a it a menu, menu for those yes. listening at home. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, just humor me yep. as I sit here with my legs crossed. <laughs> Can you, um, what's on the menu? Right. So anything from impact to CBT, which is cock and ball torture, humiliation, uh, sissification. Is sissification popular? Very. So... If you would ask me, like, what's the most popular thing, I think first would be pegging, and the next thing would be forced by or cuckold. Oh, my wife's dream. <laughs> oh, 
I I am straighter than a ruler and her goal in life is to for me to do force buy and I'm like you'll be waiting a very long time after my death for that to happen. I know a lot of people that really enjoy the force sorry not the force buy the sissification. Oh, okay. Yep. So talk to me a little bit what what does that involve? Right. So I met a lot of guys who want to dress up as a woman basically just discover their you know inner femininity yeah and uh, i think with the times moving forward it, it's more and more accepted for for men to you know leave that caveman appearance behind and and you know look inwards for other things and, and them trying to be female is is big on the list yeah do you work from a venue or? So I have my dungeon set up in my home. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And in there you've got a big selection of big boy clothing, like not size sixes. Yeah, not necessarily. I have some um, some things that can be used and combined so they end up in more um, outfits. Yeah. And I can also do makeup for these ladies. Yeah. And um, yeah, treat them like you're the- a make. Are you a makeup artist? No, I'm not a makeup no, artist. I'm just gonna say because I'm sitting across from you. And <laughs> I'm gonna say that if you were getting married today, I'd believe it because your makeup looks perfect. Aww, thanks. <laughs> so yeah, anyone out there? Any yeah, go to you to get your makeup done because it looks absolutely amazing. So yeah. well done. They've they've been telling me that I've done their makeup better than the last makeup artist that. Oh, hundred percent. I can see it. Yeah, so I'm I'm invested, and if I, if it's something that has to do with my work or something that I like, I am trying to do my best. Yeah. So that's what I'm giving to my clients. Wow, cock and ball torture—that's mm. the one that scares the fuck out of me the most. How do? What does that? Talk to me about how that works. So again, that's something that I can do with different devices, or just with my heels, or oops, made a sound. I, I was trying to kick something. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm about two meters away, so I'm <laughs> safe. There is a safety zone between the two of us. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it can be anything from uh, kicking the balls to uh, hardcore uh, electro. Ooh, I love electro. It is, and, and it's becoming more and more sophisticated. Like, yes, I can do the, uh, you know, like the basic uh, purple ones, but I have some other bits and pieces that really, really hurt. Oh, God. Um, now, yeah. how long have you been doing this? Um, over two and a half years. Where do you see yourself now as a pro-dom versus when you started? Oh, my God. I look back at some of the things that I've done and photos. Oh, they were cringe. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. But it's it's been a good journey then. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's been so amazing. Like, I am so grateful for this lifestyle. So how do you go from vanilla life or becoming part of the scene to then going, I'm loving this so much I can make an income out of it? I was never vanilla. You were never like, vanilla? Yes, I was married. I monogamous marriage but like in my head the ideas going through they were never vanilla yeah so um, so your ex-husband was vanilla though yes so you leave the marriage then jump straight into the scene and it's like a kid in a candy store actually yes because uh, somebody took me to a swingers party and i never looked back yeah and then like <laughs> 
from the swingers party to a king party. And there I saw the thing that I was most interested in at the, at the time, which was wax play. Okay, yep. And funnily enough, um, my first experience with wax play was um, while somebody, I will not name names, was doing the wax on me, I had somebody else eating me out. But like the, the wax experience was amazing, yeah. truly amazing. Do you do wax now on people at home? I do, yeah. I do, yes. And so how long between you coming into the kink world before you then turned pro? Two years. Okay, so that's a good journey. Yes, yes. And yes. you would have learned a ton at events yes. and parties. Yeah, yeah. And also uh, grateful to the community because I've learned a lot. Yeah. And, and, and love the safe practices, not just... There are a lot of people out there. I've heard a lot of stories of so-called doms and mistresses that do not adhere by the um, our pro- safe protocols. Yeah. And they are just abusers. Yeah. And that is horrible. Are you submissive as well? No. Never no. submissive. No. So besides the dom and sub, there's another um, duality, top and bottom. So um, I like to be bottom sometimes. That means that I like to receive some of the experiences However, that doesn't make me a sub because I do not psychologically submit. It's interesting on people's dynamics and to say that, you know, while you're dominant, you also can be what you say as a, as yes, a bottom. Yes, yes. I, I, I like to receive. So pegging. Oh, that is the most popular. That is, yeah. Yep. And their eyes are too big for what they can handle. Oh, they always want the biggest. Yeah. I think oh, you, you know it's a, it's a male thing. Yeah, and they and they can and they struggle with the smallest. Some of them are really too optimistic about their <laughs> capabilities. <laughs> so I've been pegged once, Ooh. and my ass is the <laughs> tightest thing on my body. It's like I'm. I just haven't been able to do it. I mean, I can't even get a fucking needle in my ass. It's that tight. I have a theory about that. What's your theory? Okay, so, so far this world has been a lot about the male energy and the female energy. Just recently we've um, allowed ourselves to recognize the the, um, other genders. So we have been conditioned by society and religion about men have to be men and women have to be women. Ah, women that's a bit more, eh. but like men have to be made. That's the caveman mentality. And I think uh, without wanting to offend you, you belong to that um, generation that still has that conditioning. So it is First of all, you have to break through that if you want to experience anything like that, like pegging or anal play or anything. Yeah, you have to understand that there's no attack on your um, being male. It doesn't make you gay. All of that, but it, it's psychological work first. I'll blame my parents on that one, yeah? Yes, yes, yeah, 100%. totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait till my mum comes <laughs> in here one day and freaks out. <laughs> oh, my God. So the journey into being a pro-dom, it's just been all positive would you say and it's been it's a great community yes 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 that's definitely but um maybe i would like to talk a little bit about how i decided to do it yes please 
So uh, I had a vanilla job. I was working in um, uh, administration, account administration for a, a hardware company. I won't name it, but it was the environment there was very, very male centric. Even though I've worked in in environments with with guys before, this one was was not good. Yeah, it was toxic, but it was like from the boss downwards. Like my colleagues were awesome, but the boss and and the one under him, they were they were they were misogynistic pigs. I can say that. And they were pushing me and pushing me and, and expecting me to live to these very high standards from the beginning, which was considering that the job and the amount of the things that I had to learn was a bit impossible. So anyway, at some point, uh, one of the managers there um, sexually harassed me, said something very inappropriate, which um, really upset me. And when I reported him, the issue was swept under the carpet and they invented other issues. Um, in three months, I was gone. So I was um, I was very upset, very depressed by that. In a lot of mental anguish, because my personal circumstances weren't great either. Having left a um, domestic violence uh, relationship, um, yeah, I, I was not well. So I said, I really cannot see myself doing a nine-to-five job. I, I just can't. So after a bit of deliberation, this just, you know, came up to me. I said, oh, I'm going to become a, a dom, a pro dom. I didn't have, like, I had a lot of people to ask about different things, but I didn't have, like, another mistress to ask about what it means and how it is to be pro, like the business aspect of it. I had to make that up by myself. Uh, luckily, I have a business background, so I set up the business side first, then some goals there, and then I started. And it worked. I just wanted to jump in here while doing some post-interview editing and just firstly acknowledge and say thank you for being so honest about that part of the story. Workplace bullying and harassment should never be tolerated. What I'll do is I'm going to add some information in the show notes and where you can get some more information and help if this is impacting your life. For now, let's get back to the rest of the interview. Your presence intimidates me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard that before. So. Yeah, and that's what makes you so good at this is, is that you are a pocket rocket and just <laughs> and it's the accent, it's the it's the energy, it's the vibe, it's everything about you just says, come and see me and I will make your day. Mm -hmm. Or I'll make you cry. So that's the pro dom side of what you do. Yes. What else, what other adventures do you get up to? Well, actually, I think one of my fears is becoming stale. Like, I like to evolve. Yes. So, um, a thing I started, I think just because, was um, parties, events. Yep. Swingers kink. I've put up all my energy into this. I So, I promised the people there... This is what I can do. Yep. And I delivered. So, so my, I remember your, your, so the first party was last year. Yes, yes. And I turned up to that party. It was a sellout. There was, I've never seen so many people at that venue in all my life. And everyone dressed up like it was somewhere between Halloween, Rocky Horror, 
an orgy and your fucking boots. Somewhere in between all of that with a bit of glitter and alcohol in there and yes, in the mix. Yes, it, it was beautiful. That was a, a classy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it and I love it. Uh, it just like I, I want to get better at it, obviously. And, um, yeah, I like things that challenge me. Organising the venue, all the fucking admin work that goes into one of your parties. Well, I, I've learned a lot. Yep. So it, it helps a lot that I have the venue. So thank you very much uh, to Club 103. Yep. So in that regard, I don't have to worry about safety, insurance, uh, staff, they cover everything. Yes. It's a, it's a great venue. For, it and is, for those who it don't is. know, it's Club 103 in Belmont in yep. uh, Western Australia. Excellent. Yes, they are great. Um, so, so they have all of those things and they also do the cleanup. So I don't yep. have to worry about that. So what I do, my part is the creative one. I have to come up with the idea. Yeah. And then um, I will do the online work, like putting on all the uh, platforms. I'm, I'm good at that. Yep. I like all doing that. the advertising? That. Yes, the advertising of it. And then interacting with people and selling it. Yes, yeah, so I, I really like this part. And, um, yeah, so this way, like, myself and Club 103 have a, a very good working relationship. Everybody does what they are good at. I've seen online a little bit of a rumour that you've got an upcoming event. Oh, I have actually, uh, I have a couple a segue of into that. Oh, a couple of them. I didn't know the couple one, but uh, tell me, what have you got coming up? Oh, I will tell you. So the, the first one coming up, it's called actually the King Confessional. Oh. I will reveal that um, the attendees will have to prepare a confession, write it on a piece of paper, put it in the box, and then during the... Evening, I will get to read them. Nice. And there will be rewards, but there will be punishment if the confession is to vanilla. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> all right. So it can't be all right. So I've got to go in there and give you my my, my best confession. Mm-hmm. Oh. And um, I will also have like a confessions booth. And, uh, yeah, there will be many surprises in the making because there are people coming up to me and, and telling me their ideas. And believe me, it's it's like a brainstorming session. I love it. That's yeah. it. So I love the idea. And uh, there'll be some prizes as well for the oh, there will confession. Be, there will be. Actually, I want to talk about the last two parties that I had this year because yeah. they were like... Um, first one was jelly wrestling. Oh, yes, my it favorite. It was a blast. Yeah. Yeah, like serious fun. What's the jelly? Like, you're not making real jelly, are you? Or is nah, it? Nah, no, nah. Actually, to, nowadays, you can buy anything online. Yeah. So, yes, eBay has so 40, provided. 40, 50, 100 <laughs> litres? How much jelly did you get? 500, I think. 500 litres of jelly. Uh, yes, in, in a pack. Oh, I think yes. so. If I remember correctly, yeah, yeah, and and like it doesn't even disintegrate properly because, yes, oh, I, I and won't they get invited into you that. back. <laughs> Who cleaned up after that mess? Oh well, see, this is why we have a good collaboration. <laughs> oh, absolutely. All right, so Jelly, huge okay. fan. Okay, and then the next one was the Beauty and the Bull. Oh yeah. 
Well, I had the mechanical bull. Definitely challenged some egos there. Oh, nothing better than destroying <laughs> someone's ego. Yes, yes. So, yeah, that was fun too. Um, the idea be- behind my parties is that I, I want to make them very interactive. Because today, yes, swinging is fun. King is fun. But, you know, let's see what other thing makes you have fun. You know, let's challenge ourselves. Let's, you know. So someone who's never been to a party, what, um, what, I'm sure they've, they've turned up to one of your parties and it's their first event. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so definitely. How do you. I had newcomers, yeah. yeah. How do you bring them on board? Well, I'm very active on RHP, I can tell you that. So um, I remember, um, was it my first party? Uh, yeah, at the first party, unlike any others, I had more females. So for everybody out there, I need them to understand that us organizers are keeping the ratios right. Yes. and um, Otherwise, it'll be 99% men. Yes, exactly. Nobody wants that. Unless it's a gangbang. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, so yes, at the first party, there were more females. And I actually went on RHP and started like, you know, um, approaching guys and saying, hey, you look like you belong in my next party. Would oh, you like yeah. to come? Okay. I don't remember getting that message, but that's all right. <laughs> There's a niche market for the 40-year-old dad bod. That's all right. Uh, I'm yeah. used to being rejected. That's fine. Oh. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. So anyway, oh. I, I made it happen. I worked for it. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's you. You're a, like, that's your hustling. You're out there. Oh, going, yeah, I am oh, we're having a good time. We're going to have a good party. And I, yeah, I went back there the next day and probably about three o'clock in the afternoon, they were still cleaning up. It was that good of a party. <laughs> it was, it was. And, <laughs> and like, rocked. yeah, yeah we, we had the decorations were great. And, and it, it's, it's a learning curve for me. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So my next party is going to be on the 29th of July. 29th of July. Yep. And um, what's the so this is so th- confessions, the, yes, the kinky confessional. And then I've set up just today, this is brand spanking new, another one on the 30th of September. This will be called the Fay Magic Market. Oh, yes, yes. So, with that, I want to invite the the, the little businesses in, in, the, in the community, I want them to invite as vendors there and uh, hopefully they hear this and uh, this is my call to them because, like, you know, what's better than helping each other? And which website can we jump onto to find some information about that? At the moment, the parties are on my um, group, which is called The Vils Layer. I will post the parties in, uh, on RHP, FetLife, and advertise them, the shit out of them. On everything. On, yes. And, and we'll put all that in the show notes for people. If you're in Perth or maybe you just want to fly over to Perth for the weekend, um, it'll be worth your while. You'll have a blast. Go to Rotto for Friday and, and uh, confess on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, um, what's next? Well, to be honest, as I told you, I don't like to be stale. I am trying to make my business adjust to the environment. But, like, I feel that at the moment um, people's um, capital for 
spending on luxuries has decreased somehow because of the increased mortgages. So I need to make up for it. So uh, I'm doing my parties. That's why I'm trying to schedule in time and have everything ready. But I also have other ideas in the in my head, and I'll see how I can make them uh, a reality. Well, that sounds pretty exciting. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what you bring to the table on your next adventure. Now, A, Prodom, B, best party organizer. How do you balance the personal life? Well, being a pro dom, I've acquired the equipment I need. I have my dungeon set up. I have everything set up for that. So I just need to answer um, messages and and, uh, set up my bookings for my sessions. Unlike a nine to five job, this is not something that, oh yeah, today I'm going to work the whole day. It doesn't work like that. So sometimes they are pre-booked and sometimes they just come in. So I do these sessions, I give them priority, obviously, but like if I have other um, commitments, like for example, tonight, I wouldn't have taken a booking. Right. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Yeah. So it's like that. I I, I work through them and um, no, the event planning, that's easy. Better than a nine to five job because you're controlling the hours. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Is your clients mostly business hours? Uh, I, I work, for example, from um, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. But like if there was something special or something, that can be prearranged. That makes a lot of sense to most of us. And like me, we've, we've all got a couple of questions that we always wanted to know, and that's probably one of them. So thanks for that. I interview a lot of people and I keep hearing the word OnlyFans. So I'm going to ask <laughs> you, do you have an OnlyFans account? I do indeed. It's another hustle. Why the fuck not? Tell me how you get onto OnlyFans and what's the, and All how right. does that work for so, you? So uh, being a content creator, that was OnlyFans is, OnlyFans is and other stuff. It is hard work. It's not easy. Because I do not, so my OnlyFans is mostly with um, King content and BDSM. I try to stay away from, um, so I don't want to be like the other girls who do all sex or solo play or, so somebody at some point in my life, in, in, in this journey gave me a very, very good advice. They said, don't do stuff that you don't want to do and stay true to yourself. Yeah, so I have, when I took all these decisions about being a pro-dom and what I want to offer the clients, what I want to do on only, my OnlyFans, I have considered that. And like sex and solo play is not my main thing, but. It is kinky. It kink, is. Yes. You've got your niche market. Exactly. And it's about exactly. That. You're not trying That's to sell everything. No, it's, no. This is what no. you are. This is what you yeah. do well. And uh, I'm not trying to get a million followers. I'm not getting into all sorts of contests and then. 
that that is too crazy. I I don't have the time. This is a it's a side hustle, but I I do enjoy it. So um, yes, I do post content from my sessions if my clients allow me to, and I seek collaborations with people. That's hot because I'd be thinking not only am I going to go see a pro dom, I'm also going to have my, my my face covered, my tattoos covered, and then I can turn around and have a cheeky watch of myself later on <laughs> online and go, fuck, that's me. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I love it. Yes, Absolutely yes. love it. They do take a great um, pleasure in, in watching what happened. And, and yes, no, and, uh, a lot fantastic. of my clients actually go on my OnlyFans to see what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. a good way to build a relationship with you. Yes. Um, and maintain that, you know. In between visits. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and and sometimes it's it, it can be only an online relationship, you know, because of their family commitments. Now, I follow you on Instagram, so that makes sense that there's a whole lot of different collaborations and clients. Oh, that cracks me up, actually, the fact that some of those videos that I see you post are your clients. That is absolutely fucking awesome. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Question then is, talk to me about collaborations. I'm seeking collaborators at the moment. Male or female? Both. Both? And in between, anything. Like, I would like to make content, definitely. And also, I am seeking, and listen up, Perth, I'm seeking buy balls for, Ooh. yes, for, for work opportunities. I always need reliable people for my forced buy and cuckold sessions. Well, if that's the thing is, is that when you're offering something, you've got to have... You've yes, got to be able to exactly. back it up with the people. Yes. Um, all right, I'm going to wrap this up. It's been a really good interview and I've gone, oh, you, you're good at this, you're good at this. Great, you got some parties going on. I'm going to ask, I want you to tell me a story and I want to know what's a what's a little bit of a confession or one of something that is about you and what you enjoy doing. Okay, I will tell you a little story. One of my um, favourite uh, sessions was um, when I did a duo with um, Mistress Chalice. Yes, she is gorgeous as well, by yes. the way. Yes, she is. And um, we had a client who came up with a scenario between the two of us and the, the client. We worked it out so well, like the story, the scenario, the role play. It was hilarious. And I think this is where... I get the most satisfaction when, like, the client gives me something to go on off, you know? Like, give me more details of what you want so I can, you know, adjust my session to you. That That's the best thing because I can show you my stuff. And, and But, like, the moment you know more, there, my brain just gets into overdrive and I become creative and, and I will indulge you and, and make that story work for you so you can have, like, an amazing experience. We were left so satisfied and having had so much fun, you know? It, it, it like, changes the mood for the whole day. I think we're all listening to that and thinking how much, yep, that would change my mood as well and... Certainly give you an absolute fucking great night or great day whenever that was to happen. Um, oh, actually, we're going to start to wrap this up. But something that I've always wanted to ask and I've always forgotten until now, so lucky I'm in a position to be able to ask you, but that is squirting and probably what is it, piss play. So, yeah, talk to me about that. 
I do like my squirting session. You've got to drink a lot of water beforehand? Is yes, that... I do have yeah. to prepare very yeah. well. And, um, yeah, I like the, the, the guys who enjoy it. Yeah. So that is another um, activity that makes me feel so empowered. Oh, I love it. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, good on you. And you have so much fun doing it. Like I do. If, if you do, if it's if you know, if you love what you do and it's not a job. Exactly, and and like you know, I can wear boots like these every day, and and you know all those fancy clothes that you know I was dreaming about when I was a little girl. I couldn't even imagine that they can be so nice, but like you know, I was dreaming of something, and this is it. Like, uh, you look amazing, and every time I see you, you just. Yeah, the glow on you is incredible. It, and, yeah, it, you look like you're having a lot of fun. Um, so as we wrap this up, I'm just going to say thank you. We're going to put all your links in the show notes. And, um, yeah, I encourage everyone to get out and attend one of your events because they will have a blast. And thank you so much and uh, stay kinky. <laughs>